What could you truly become capable of if you were living in greater resonance and synchronicity with your essence? If you were able to be aligning with your divine every day and creating from that energy, are you ready to explore and activate that? Let's get started aligning divine. Now, here's your host, soul and body coach, Keisha Clark. <laughs> oh my goodness. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in this great, big, amazing, sometimes seemingly wackadoodle wild ride of a world. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Aligning Divine. I am your host, Keisha Clark. And yes, I am a soul and body intuitive and coach. And actually, I am evolving that. <laughs> and uh where I'm, where I'm at right now, the way I'm uh, playing with it is, I'm an intuitive living facilitator and coach. And um, as I play more and more with what I do and who I am and how I be in the world, uh, intuitive living seems to be really what it's about. Because on this show, Aligning Divine, just in case you have not played with us before, if it's your first time here, thanks for stopping by. Um, the way we play and what we play with is getting to that space that place, that energy, that way of life that is about having the joy of lining up with your essence and living it every day. And within that, it is all about being that open channel as much as possible, as well as learning how you can do that on purpose, by choice, <laughs> rather than at random by chance. So the living it every day part is that integrating the ways that it will work for us. Each of us has the way that we move energy, the way that our energetic systems organically function and create. And when we can distinguish that for ourselves, get acquainted with it, integrate it into our cognitive functioning, we can create in a way that bypasses all of the conventional methodologies, and it's really freaking awesome. So that <laughs> is the way I like to play. If that is in any way even remotely interesting to you, then stick around for a little while, because today's topic is going to be one of those uh, examples of exactly what I'm talking about. And if it's uh, not your first time here, thanks for coming back. <laughs> And in either case, first time, 101st time, 500th time, um, thank you for being a part of these conversations. Uh, this show is not about telling you what you're supposed to do or how you're supposed to do something. It really is an invitation. It is meant to, to be conversations that open up our curiosity and take us into new awareness or invite us, shall I say, into new awareness and possibly the willingness to make some new and different choices because, you know, that's where the fun is. Um, and today's topic, as we are diving into <clears throat> new choices, <laughs> what, what about repurposing your fear? Maybe that could be a choice we're willing to play with, at least for today. So while we're together here for this next roughly hour or so, why don't we do that? Uh, so what do you do with your fear? What do you do with it? Do you let it be the boss of you? Or do you face it <laughs> or something else? <laughs> and you've probably heard about different ways to process your fear. 
And today, where I really want to shift our focus to is, what if we repurpose it instead? Yes, we can process. We can process until the cows come home and the leprechauns dance on our head. And that's a choice, too. So <laughs> if we want to do that, that's cool. And with the repurposing, what I'd like to play with is how do we allow it to be fuel? So if you were not with us last week or if you haven't gotten to jump into last week's podcast, um, we were talking about can you choose freedom. And I want to crochet a little bit of, of that into uh, today's, the energy of today's conversation or today's adventure really. Um, we were playing with the choice of freedom. And something that occurred to me even bigger once I once we were done with last week's show was a point that came into my awareness of um for many of us, in fact, I would venture to say for most of us, when we are working through this topic of freedom, there's a lot of fear-based choice around freedom because what I see a lot of in the world is that we are orienting ourselves to trying to get free from something. Freedom from that perceived oppression in whatever area of our life, right? I mean, and, and if you want to listen to the podcast, we talked about the conditions and the qualifiers we put on freedom, thinking that that is a target that we're supposed to aim for or that that is the thing that will give us freedom. And in all of those cases, is that really freedom? That's part of what we were looking at. And then the point about more often than not, we're actually trying to get free from something, which is the very thing that keeps it <laughs> in place, <laughs> if you want to play with the energy of that rather than having our awareness of choice and this freedom from, that's a place where a lot of us, a fear is usually involved in that. So that's where I wanted to kind of segue these in to each other. And so the question from last week's, uh, my, my, after sh my show Afterglow that I was having, uh, the question that popped was, what choice or what choices are you allowing to hold your freedom hostage? And that caught my attention when that question popped. <laughs> so is there a choice that you are allowing to hold your freedom hostage? And is that where you're allowing fear to keep you from making that choice? Ooh, seems like we might be doing a little bit of that. <laughs> I know I've done that. And I, if I were to sit with that some more, I'm sure I could you know, open my awareness even wider and find some other places where I'm still doing that. So moving into this repurposing our fear, when we discover we're choosing from fear, when we discover we're doing fear-based whatever we're doing, uh, what a lot of us try to do is figure it out. <laughs> and that has value. Now, I'm I'm one of the people that's right up there trying to figure stuff out. And, and it used to be more so than it is now because what I've learned is 
that as you play more with this tapping into your intuit, your intuitive capacities, and working from a more of a nonlinear process <laughs> of creation and uh, navigating, uh, you are able to. It's not that you're bypassing the processing. It's not like you're going to, you know, loop around it. There's processing happens in all forms and in in more ways than we can count. And one of my targets is when I am uh, in those moments of intensity. What I'm looking for is what is going to allow me to shift the energy the fastest with the greatest accuracy and efficiency for what is required. That's one of the ways I like to play because I don't like being in the ickiness. <laughs> and I would venture to say that most of us don't, right? <laughs> so I I work with ways to move off the square, if you will. That's one of my expressions that I like to use. Um, to literally shift that energy, get into a different energy. And um, and that is just how I like to play. So, And I also find that we each have our way that we do that. And most of the time, it's, it's really relative to how we, you know, what energies we brought to play with and what energies we're choosing to utilize. So um, you can that's sort of a, a secondary layer, if you will. We can get into astrology and numerology and human design and um, all the different houses of or, or um, Western astrology, Eastern astrology, um, Vedic astrology. You know, there's so many beautiful methodologies that we have really brought into our cognitive world that give us more insight into how we play with certain energies. And I love to play with all of that too. And when it comes to processing or moving that energy, in a case like we look at with something like fear, we each have our way that we move that energy as well. So, whew, yeah, fear is a really fascinating thing. Um and this is what I'm this, the fear. I'm, well, I guess we could be talking about all kinds of it. I was going to say the fear that I'm primarily speaking of today for for today's topic is not necessarily you know you're afraid of the bear, you're afraid of the alligator, you're afraid of snakes. Um, yes, that is a type of fear, and I think we could include that in today's conversation as I'm really looking at this. So let's just see where this takes us. <laughs> um, but the fear. Firstly, that I was uh, looking at is those fears that are like the perceptual fears, the the or the conceptual fears, and and that could be you know anything because we're so brilliant <laughs> we can make ourselves afraid of anything. Um, and where I'd like to go with this is giving fear a purpose, give it a job. And let's see what we can allow that to facilitate us with. So if we talk about repurposing, I think a lot of people are familiar with that in you know, relative to like when you're talking about furniture. 
and repurposing it really is about shifting something re redoing it from its original purpose when you're talking about things like furniture <clears throat> or clothing you could do that pretty much any object right you could probably see different ways to repurpose it with fear we might go okay what is the purpose of fear <laughs> Does it have a purpose? For today's topic, <laughs> we're going to say, we're going to play with it in terms of purpose. Now, yes, you've probably, if you've been with me a while, you've heard me talk about purpose is one of those words that can, we can kind of snag ourselves on. And relative to this conversation, purpose really, it kind of fits. So that's why I'm playing with the word purpose today. So, so you could say the purpose of fear uh, is to keep you safe. That could be one purpose. The purpose of fear is to um, keep you humble. For some people, that might be, a, you know, depending on the fear you're talking about. Um, the purpose of fear is to move, you know, to to get you to move <laughs> in a physical sense or in an energetic sense. Um, so what is what is the purpose you have actually unconsciously given fear in your life? In the work that I do and in the way that I play and in my own life experience, I could say this, that purpose is usually to keep us stuck. It's a, it's a, it's sort of like a default setting, right? Um, the purpose we tend to give fear from our unconscious, our not choosing to be conscious, typically is that fear is for the purpose of keeping us from choosing more of that thing that we actually desire, which we could also say choosing more of who we truly are. So if you've been playing with it that way, cool. <laughs> That's an interesting way to play with it, right? And it, it creates some interesting situations, yeah? For most of us, we could probably say we've done a lot of that. And uh, that makes for a whole lot of great, you know, movies and songs and TV shows. And <laughs> it's a great way to play. And does it get kind of exhausting? You know, for a lot of us, I, I, that's what I see. It gets exhausting because it keeps us in this juxtaposed sort of state of uh, almost like, you know, if you think of, what's it called? I think it's called isometrics. That's a, the, one of the forms of exercise. It's been around for many years. Um, when it, it keeps energies contrasting or really more like conflicting and that takes some energy, and that can be pretty wearing on our systems, pretty taxing on our our bodies and our minds and our spirits, really, if we want to really just look at that. It takes energy to keep things in place in a conflictual uh, way, because you got to hold on to these things. you got to hold on to your point of view about that thing 
then you're holding on to that thing to keep up a barrier or keep a boundary up, right? Or keep a boundary in place, you might say. That takes a lot of energy. Now, I don't know about you, but one of the things that our current global adventure is showing me is how exhausted many of us have chosen to to be in our lives because we're not or we haven't been uh, really choosing to put our attention on what would sustain us, what would nourish us, what would actually energize us. We've been in that dynamic that is more about conflict because we've been holding these energies in place or trying to because you can't really hold energy in place newsflash (laughs) in case you were wondering (laughs) Um, we've been trying to hold these things in place from that fear from that something we either don't want to experience or something that we wish would happen Now, it's interesting to me that we can set ourselves up in ways that we're afraid of what might happen, and we're also afraid of what might, that something won't happen. (laughs) So that's a fantastically brilliant way (laughs) to set ourselves up. (laughs) Can we just acknowledge that? (laughs) Because I see a lot of that. I've done a lot of that. Um, It's a popular game, you know. So... Anywhere that you're doing that, that you're ready to be aware of, that you're ready to see it and just go, oh, look what I was doing. Yeah, setting yourself up to be afraid, and I'm using air quotes, that something might happen, but also being afraid that something won't happen. (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty brilliant. And that's another way to play with your brilliance. It's totally fine if that's how we want to do it. And a lot of us are reaching that place that we do want something different. And so this is where the repurposing comes in. So I would say first, let us just have our awareness of all of those places that we've been using fear for the purpose of keeping us from something. And if you really want to get a little bit uncomfortable, let's tie it in with what we were talking about from last week's topic as well. That thing that you have been trying to get free from while at the same time allowing your fear of having it keep you from it. Yeah, that's a good way to go. Make our universe all spinny. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. And that means we're changing something. So just allow this energy to spin around a bit. It's really okay if you want to play that way. And also let's acknowledge, you know, however we've done it up to this point, up to right now, today, wherever you are in the world and in your life, up to this point, you You've done what you needed to do with what you had available to you to take care of yourself in the best way you could. So maybe just acknowledge that too. 
And if you're making yourself wrong for having fear, that's not the point of today's conversation. <laughs> so just kick that out of the process here. Set that aside. That's not required, and that's not going to create what my target is, <laughs> which is freedom <laughs> and more space and more awareness and ex excitement about what we can do now. All right, so huh, let's uh, let's take a breath here. It's a great spot to take a break and just kind of recalibrate for a moment. We're allowing these energies to move and shift and swirl however they're doing it and uh, allow some awareness to sort of filter through. And we're going to carry that into this next segment to get into the repurposing. Um, we'll play with some examples and, of course, some tools. So if you're willing to keep keep going with this party with today's conversation, uh, thank you, first of all, again. And hang around, um, take a breath, maybe move around a little bit, move some energy. We're here on Aligning Divine on the Inspired Choices Network. I'm Keisha Clark, and I'm so grateful you've come to play today. And we'll see you on the other side of this break. We'll be right back. Within each of us, there is a spark of the essence that gives rise to all that is in the universe. Are you ready to let it light up your life? Tune in to Aligning Divine Radio Show with Soul and Body Coach Keisha Clark for fresh perspectives and powerful tools to be aligning with your divine essence and living it every day. Join us for Aligning Divine Radio Show every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Aligning Divine Radio Show with soul and body coach Keisha Clark. To bring your question on the show, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255. In Canada, 613-800-8736. Or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You may also email your questions or comments to Keisha at KeishaClark.live. Now back to the show. <laughs> Welcome back. As we move forward into this next segment of Aligning Divine here on the Inspired Choices Network, I am Keisha Clark. So happy to be playing with you today and playing with this topic today. We're talking about repurposing your fear. So, yes, what purpose have you given fear in your life and in the way you live your life? What purpose? Have you given fear? 
what purpose have you allowed it to have? Maybe you didn't assign it to it consciously, but you just sort of like, you know, no, it's doing this. I'll just continue to let it do this. Okay, I won't change this until my back is against the wall and I need to, you know, grow fangs and claws to get out of it, <laughs> right? And what if we didn't have to get to that point of intensity or extreme intensity, really, um, to get through our fear? Yeah, all of this interesting stuff that we have around fear. So one of the things I did is I went and looked up some quotes because, you know, fear is one of those topics that, oh my gosh, we could have a million conversations about. And there are probably over a million conversations about it already <laughs> recorded and being had. Some of the quotes that stood out to me or kind of waved at me as I was uh, looking through the, you know, because of course I Googled, I Googled it like, yes, I'm totally willing to use Google to my advantage. <laughs> so, um, so the first one that uh, jumped up at me was, we can easily forgive a child who is afraid of the dark. The real tragedy of life is when men are afraid of the light. Ooh, that's from Plato. Yeah, that was kind of juicy. Um, so might that be part of that purpose to keep you from the lightness? Have you assigned fear the purpose of keeping that weight in your life, that confusion, that frustration, so that you have something to do? Mm, there's a possibility. Here's another one. Uh It's from Sarah Williams. It's actually from a poem. It's the last, I, f I forget which paragraph it's from, from that poem, but her poem, The Old Astronomer, I believe it's called. Though my soul may set in darkness, it will rise in perfect light. I have loved the stars too truly to be fearful of the night. Ooh, that gives me chill bumps. <laughs> I love that one. Um, and then these, these sort of two variations of the same uh, kind of theme here. I think probably George Adair was the first one to make this statement. And his version of it is, everything you've ever wanted is on the other side of fear. And then Jack Canfield came along. And his version is, everything you want is on the other side of fear. Yeah. So I like those two. Those were kind of fun. And then this one from Zig Ziglar, you know, props to Zig Ziglar. Fear has two meanings. Forget everything and run or face everything and rise. The choice is yours. So, of course, I love that one because he comes right out there and says it. The choice is yours. And that's part of this repurposing. It's about choosing to... Use your fear to your advantage. So first of all, can we just say, yes, fear isn't real. For those of you who are dying for me to say that, <laughs> who are just aching for me to say it, fear is not real. Yes, you can totally say that. Fear is not real. And yet, for those of you who just went into a little bit of a something, <laughs> a twisty moment with that, it feels really real in the moment that we're in it. So let's give ourselves a break with that, please. Yes, because I will tell you, especially in the middle of a global pandemic adventure, which is what we're having right now at the time of this live show, fear seems very real. 
Now, depending on where we're looking at it from, and it, of course, of course, sort of like reform smokers syndrome, it's really easy <laughs> for most of us to look at someone else's fear and see that it's kind of ridiculous, right? It's, it's not real. Oh, look, look what they're doing. <laughs> what I want to invite you to today is looking at your stuff <laughs> as well, okay? Um, because when it's our fear, oh, that's different, right? <laughs> <laughs> and I know you're hearing me laugh because that's super light for me. Like, I've so done that. Oh, my God, I've so done that. And as a as a facilitator and as a coach, that's one of those built-in tricky moments or tricky things to navigate. And it also keeps me on my toes. But, you know, I'm facilitating other people through their intensities around different subject matter or through their traumas, you know, physical, energetic, spiritual, mental, emotional yeah, from where I'm getting to sit for that, I'm able to see things from a really different vantage point. So, of course, <laughs> I can I can do that. I can do that really well, in fact. And then when I'm in the hot seat, I, I squirm a bit, of course, <laughs> because when it's our stuff, if it's not, if we acknowledge that it's not real, then we have to step into a new expanded version of our potency, right? We got to step up. And sometimes we're a little resistant to that. <laughs> so if you've ever done that, pat yourself on the back. It's really okay. So yes, fear, we could say, is not real. And we can choose to acknowledge that or not as well. Okay? So... <laughs> All you coaches out there, all you teachers, all you facilitators, all you therapists, yep, <laughs> speaking to you. <laughs> so I'm sending you a big hug too because, yeah, you know, it, it, um, it's a really amazing privilege too to witness this. And, oh, my gosh, how much do we garnish from – getting to be in those vantage points or, or getting to be seeing those things from the vantage points that we're able to see them. It is an honor and a privilege. So um, while you hear me giggle, <laughs> because it is really light for me <laughs> to play with this, um, please also know there is a great reverence here for the, the beings, for the people who are choosing that with me and with any coach who's uh, facilitating people into to more freedom. And uh, it is a great honor. So I, I love that process. That is, for me, that's, our, that's part of our unfolding. That's part of our evolutionary journey, right? So that thing we do with fear, um, it's really something we learn. That's one of the things I notice about this. Is we've, it's very much a learned behavior it's a way we learn to relate to this thing that we call fear. And what we typically learn is to let it stop us. Now, that can have value, right? That can have a great value for many of us. And it can have a great value for the people that we hang out with. Because if we're willing to let fear stop us, we're never really a threat to their whatever, 
rights, their position, their privilege, their power. If we let fear stop us, we're never a threat. We don't we don't uh, register very high on their scale. Now, is that our business? No, not really. I'm just giving you some overview there. Because it's not about us changing anyone else's point of view about us. It's about really seeing us from more of the light of us, more of the the universe that is us, right? And that's every time we go to break on this show, what you hear is within each of us, there is a spark of the essence that gives rise to all that is in the universe. Now, my friends, if you can be with that for just a moment and really tap into what that is, does fear even require a place in your life? Yeah. And yet, we have shown up on this planet Earth playground to play with these different energies. Right? So fear is one of those things that we play with. And it, I don't know that we would call fear fun. <laughs> Although, if you, this is interesting too, because we talk about purpose. How many people are adrenaline junkies? And they love to do those things that put them in really intense situations because they feel alive, right? And it's a way they conquer their fear, right? But they're also letting their fear work for them for that. And that's part of this repurposing that I want to really get into more is how do we let our fear work for us, how do we use our fear to our advantage? And are you willing to do that? And and oh my goodness, in my lifetime, you know, I was laughing the other day because I I was telling someone how you know a few years ago I remember having this question mark in my world around you know we've had global wars we've had or well world wars. Had a few of those. We've had depressions. We've had we've had pandemics, right? Epidemics and pandemics. Uh, we've had um, all of these different adventures er, around the world throughout our timeline. And I remember thinking, huh? I wonder. You know, it seems like we've kind of done all that. So maybe my lifetime, it could be the time that <laughs> we actually change it. You know, we do it different. Like, and so I was sort of asking, like, huh? Well, what else? What else is there, right? Well, now, (laughs) cue the global pandemic. (laughs) And regardless of what started it, (laughs) that isn't the point of this, regardless of how it showed up, the fact is it has showed up. And what is this global pandemic adventure, what is it that we were actually calling in? How is it fulfilling the energy of what many of us on this planet were asking for? Now, were we asking for a global pandemic to show up? Not me. I can say no, not specifically. (laughs) But it never shows up the way you think it will. And it always shows up in an energy that matches what is required to create the change that you're asking for. So could you let your fear that's coming up with all of these global pandemic adventure things, 
could we allow ourselves to use it to our advantage? Because, yeah, sometimes what you're asking for shows up in a big, ugly, scary-ass way. Does that mean you go, oh, okay, never mind. <laughs> Don't need to choose that. Never mind. I'll run away. Sometimes we do, right? Because when we give our fear the purpose of keeping us from something, yeah, we, we will choose the retreat. And we get to the point, this is part of this beautiful possibility of our journey here on this planet Earth playground, playing with these energies, we get to this point that we start to go, wait a minute. Hmm, okay. I ran away, and I ran away, and I retreated, and I retreated there, and I retreated there, and I retreated there. Hmm. I really want to experience what's over there. Like those quotes about what's on the other side of fear. We have this knowing. There's something in our gut that says something is here for you. You've got to come and get it. Which essentially in universal shorthand is you've got to choose it. But the choice isn't a one and done as you've probably heard me say before. <laughs> the choice isn't, okay, I'm going to choose it now, and then, you know, you flash forward into 10 years down the road and you're getting to enjoy the creation of, that your choice created. You've got to keep choosing it. So the repurposing piece comes in for us to keep choosing to get to that other side, that next phase that expanded adventure. And really to get to what's available there that we can match the energy of to receive it. Because if we're allowing the fear to fulfill the purpose of stopping us, we will never shift into the vibration that matches what we're asking for. Yeah. So what if our fear is something that can work for us? What if it's just a tempering? If you know anything about weaponry, you know how fine swords are made. They are plunged into the fire countless times. And they are tempered so that the fibers of the steel can reinforce in such a way that that blade can be precisely placed to essentially change what requires being changed in that moment. Mm. So what would be that sword for us? I'm going to say it's our awareness. Our awareness is like that sword. When we're willing to have our awareness, we can make the choices that will dynamically change and shift the energy at any moment. In a moment, everything can change. 
So what are you afraid of? What is the thing that comes up for you? And I'm going to play with a couple of ways that we can apply this after we have another break. It's time to take a breath and take a break and just just let it come into your awareness. What are you afraid of? Are you afraid of something in relationship? Are you afraid of something with money? Are you afraid of everything <laughs> right now? Does it feel like everything scares you? Everything has fear or triggers fear for you? Are you afraid of intimacy? Are you afraid of success? <laughs> and for comic relief, we get our beautiful Christine <laughs> in the chat room. <laughs> I don't know if she wants me to share that. <laughs> so I'll wait. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So let your fear, let's let your awareness of where you're allowing fear to have the purpose of stopping you. And let's start changing that today, if you'd like to. Yeah, let's do this. Let's do this together. <laughs> All right, so in just a couple minutes, we'll be right back with more Aligning Divine. I'm Keisha Clark. We're here on the Inspired Choices Network on whatever platform you are streaming us through or listening to us on, and I thank you for that. And we'll be right back in just a moment. Within each of us, there is a spark of the essence that gives rise to all that is in the universe. Are you ready to let it light up your life? Tune in to Aligning Divine Radio Show with Soul and Body Coach Keisha Clark for fresh perspectives and powerful tools to be aligning with your divine essence and living it every day. Join us for Aligning Divine Radio Show every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is Aligning Divine Radio Show with soul and body coach Keisha Clark. To bring your question on the show, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255. In Canada, 613-800-8736 or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You may also email your questions or comments to Keisha at KeishaClark.live. Now back to the show. <laughs> Welcome back and forward to today's last final segment, last and final segment, not that that really matters, <laughs> here on Aligning Divine. Um, I'm Keisha Clark. I'm still Keisha Clark. Yes, I've been Keisha Clark for the whole hour now. So, wow. And we're, we're diving into and doing a little dance with the repurposing our fear today. That's our topic. Um, so if you're just joining in the live show, uh, the podcast will be up very shortly once we're done. And I invite you to uh, enjoy the first two segments. And um, where we are headed for this segment is... Let's put this to work, right? Let's put some practical application in progress here. Um, so this this fear thing, and I asked you before the break, what are you afraid of? What is your fear? I think we could probably include a lot of us when we talk about the fear and the fears that are popping and connected to coming up around 
the corona adventure that we're all having. And, oh my goodness, wow, who knew? (laughs) (laughs) Who knew it would be this intense? And as I was saying, at the same time, there's a a way that we can look at this, because I love to play with shift your perspective, shatter your limitations. That's part of my thing. Um, Who knew? And did we need to know, right? Because that's a tr- that's a little trap we get ourselves into with the fear thing. I should have known. Why didn't I see it? Well, you know that kind of thing too. So anywhere you're doing that, could you please stop? <laughs> could you just maybe let yourself suspend all of that silliness? Um, it's it's not it, it doesn't really create more awareness. It it doesn't open space for you to move through it just it keeps you stuck it's part of that purposing your fear to stop you so what can we choose right now today to start repurposing our fear to allow us to build forward momentum to allow us to have our awareness and choose again have our awareness and choose more have our awareness and choose beyond that's what i want to play with so let's use where we're all sitting right now as an example in our collective experience of a global pandemic how many people are listening to the news almost 24 7 how many times can you say coronavirus is happening all around the world (laughs) do you really need to know that XYZ fine-tuned details are happening. Is that going to change something for you right here and right now? Hmm. Or is that simply feeding the fear? That's one thing to look at. So how are you allowing your fear to be bigger than you? And what are you feeding it? That's the first place I would look. What are you feeding it? If you keep feeding your fear with data that simply justifies, reinforces, and substantiates your fear, you're going to have more fear. Is that really the information that's going to help you change what's going on for you? Right? I think at this point, we all know We have to wear a mask. (laughs) We need to wash our hands. We need to sleep and get rest. We need to do things to take care of ourselves, to take care of our bodies. Our bodies are the ones dealing with this on the front line, essentially. So what can we do to care for ourselves, to be kind to our bodies? Okay? Feeding your fear does not give you that. And we're going to play more with the wizardry of your words around things like that in in one of our near future shows. So anywhere that that purpose of fear being to stop you, wherever you're willing to look at this right now, let's play with it. And what if we could repurpose our fear to be something to get our attention, to let us know where 
a different choice is required. Now again, like I said, I'm not particularly talking about fear of the dog that's running at you. Yes, get out of the way. <laughs> okay, this is a little bit different, although it applies. You know, it's just happening in milliseconds, really. Um, and just in case anybody missed that part. So wherever you have given your fear the purpose of distracting you, can we now start to repurpose it to get your attention? So can we repurpose our fear from distraction to divine insight? What? Let's do it. So within your fear, there's information. If you're willing to play with it, that information, that awareness can really pop very quickly and very profoundly if you are willing to let it. And I'll give you an example. So I was in a conversation with someone yesterday. They had uh, reached out because they were in some spin cycle around some topics to do with relationship or potential relationships. And they were having a lot of fear coming up around all kinds of stuff. And they, they knew they were in the weeds, so that's why they reached out. So as we got into the conversation, of course, I was using a bunch of questions <laughs> to stir up the energy because that's what we do in the way I play. And it was really interesting because what what kept coming up in the words that they were using was, I, I'm just not wanting to repeat what happened with, and they were talking about their previous person, their previous partner. And what I noticed was there was this resistance that felt like fear-based resistance. There was that, what I was talking about in the first segment, that holding that energy or that trying to hold that energy. And I noticed, oh, wait a minute. If there's no movement that can happen, the only thing that's there is the resistance. But it's a resistance to something that had happened. It's a really a resistance to how that made the person feel, right? So I asked them, I said, okay, would you be willing to acknowledge that the things that took place with your previous partner came about because it matched the expression of the energy that had to express in order to get your attention of where you were requiring change. And it was really fascinating because that right there was a way that we repurposed the fear. And it was really cool because right in that moment when they chose to look at it from there, it melted that resistance. It melted that um, ickiness and stickiness and, and heaviness. It just dissolved it. And um, I'm going to let Christine know that my my screen just went blank, so I'm just going to ride with you till the uh, till the end because I know we're close. To, we're in the last few minutes of the show. So, what if? What if there is information in the fear, and when you're willing to repurpose it 
to let it be an informer to you rather than a distractor, you can then be choosing to respond to your fear rather than react to it. What if our fear is really a way that the universe is showing us what is requiring our energy, our attention, our choice at that moment, and then we can take the action or make the choice for whatever is required in that moment. Because this is a moment to moment to moment. And when we make our fear about what might happen or what might not happen, we're taking ourselves out of the moment. And when we're out of the moment, we're unconscious. We cannot make a choice that is going to change anything. We typically make the choices that intensify what's already going on. And that's not fun for us most of the time. (laughs) It's not the thing that we really want. (laughs) So my invitation to you today, our invitation, this show and me, Aligning Divine and me, we're inviting you to begin to play with allowing your fear to inform you. So if you would just begin with looking at whatever fear is coming up, And first of all, just ask, is this the truth for me? Is this really true for me? Am I really afraid of it? Or is there something else here for me? And when you're willing to get quiet, get get present with you, open yourself to that essence of you, connect all the way through from your bones to your soul, And then ask that question. You will receive the information that will allow you and actually empower you to choose forward. So what can your fear show you? How can you use it to your advantage? And are you willing to let it be something that really works for you rather than scares you away from your life? Let it invite you in. And that is part of how we repurpose our fear, my friends. We'll see you next week here on Aligning Divine. I am adoring you. Thank you for listening to Aligning Divine Radio Show. Keisha Clark has more to share next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. And for now, she is cheering you on to create an awesome week of lining up with your essence and living.